Hello, everybody, and welcome to the brand new podcast, Conversations with Geek People. Yay! Huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much for joining myself. I'm Dr. Neville, and... I'm Shona, a.k.a. Ellie Jaden. Uh, for this, the most spectacular of all podcasts. I'm so excited. I am, too. I'm really hoping we live up to our own hype. <laughs> we do. <laughs> um, well, the pair of us are... Um, we're two women who love geek culture. We are. Whether that is comics, TV, film. We love it all. We love everything. We love everything. Yeah, we're just giant sluts. Really. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but everything from conventions to cosplays. Uh, and I think we're quite happy to talk about anything in between. Exactly. This is a podcast for many different kinds of geek culture. So if anyone has any suggestions, let us know and we will talk about them. No matter how obscure. In fact, the more <laughs> obscure, the better. Because <laughs> yeah. we could probably have quite good fun looking into a whole lot of as aspects we don't know about. You True. Know? So because this is our first episode, we were... Um, Overanalyzing, overthinking, yeah. completely panicking, <laughs> having breakdowns. Yeah, it's 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 working really well so far. So we thought we'd uh, we'd spend our first episode actually introducing ourselves and letting you know what you could kind of expect from us. Yeah. Um, so we thought we would have a sort of interview around impromptu interview. Uh, yes, one of these very subtle, natural, flowing things. Shuffling of paper. <laughs> Um, but just, just to let you know a little bit about ourselves and, and why we are doing this and why we do the things we exactly. do in general, I suppose. So, how do we me. begin? How do we begin? Why don't you tell us a little bit about your geek self? Well, my geek self, I, I think it started, honest to God, when I watched Batman the Animated Series as a kid, which makes so much sense in the future. <laughs> but like, I watched that and I really, really liked it and... You know when you're a kid, you don't even realise these things are geeky, you just no. like them. Yeah. And then when you get older, they become like part of pop culture and become these bigger things. Like, mm. So it's kind of like that, where I never really thought about it. Like, And even my brother said to me recently, he was like, I don't remember you ever liking any of this stuff. But I was like, I think it was because I never felt the need to like tell everybody everything that mm. I liked. So like, because not everyone's really vocal about what they like. And then when I started to figure out like, got a real like this and then especially online you realize there's a community i think the more people you interact with like you and me like yeah you kind of get to talk about more and then you realize how much more passionate you are than you thought you were and it kind of snowballs so that's what happened with me so well i was introduced to the con scene by a, a friend of mine that lives locally and it was around dollhouse and, and she was like you know was that echo echo two echo two was my i wanted to go to oh, it was wicked it was, it was awesome awesome i mean okay we, we will move on and discuss conventions mm -hmm. in more detail, I'm sure. Um, but I remember, like, I was what I think only this first season, or two, both seasons were out, but not maybe had been shown on television. Mm. I was watching them and re-watching them. I was... They're so good. I don't know what I thought. Like, was there going to be a written exam on the door? And they'd be like, you're not geek enough. Yeah. Um, but I kind of love how the geek scene has been changing. Because like totally. you were saying, there was stuff I loved when I was a kid... I think it wasn't until I hit a point where maybe pe other people expected me to grow out of it yeah. that I realized 
I wasn't. That's kind of like how I feel about certain things, like where people are like, "Oh, you read comics," and you're like, "In your like mid twenties, it's like, yeah, well, like, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, is it a bad thing? Like, it's even my brother. Like, my brother would make fun of me for going to see like a Pixar animation, and I'm like, oh, so like if you're over the age of like twenty five, you're not allowed past the door anymore to see these things. Like, I think I know it sounds really typical, but like age is just a number for a lot of things. And yeah. It's like. Even, like, conventions. I'm mm. sure you've heard people being like, what the fuck? When you say, like, I like conventions. And they have this stereotype. I know. And it's like, oh! And, and, and sometimes I actually just feel really disappointed that, like, I'm, I'm letting them down. So it's yeah. like, where are you going? Oh, I'm heading down to a science fiction convention. <gasps> are you dressing up? No, actually. That's, <laughs> that's not my scene. And you see them like, oh. You're like, mm. sorry. I'll just be like... I get the different reaction where if I say I am dressing up, people are like okay <laughs> like is this some kind of freaky fetish or something it's like no i just like to do this like people are really weirded out by it to begin with well, I, get that? I think people like think it's really like i feel like i've actually said this to somebody before and they were like what are your interests and i was telling them and i was like actually i really like to go to these like conventions hmm. and like you get the kind of oh, oh you like step away slowly step away kind of and it's like really like if i think if these people actually knew how welcoming the geek community is they'd be really surprised about how yeah. great it is and it's not this like weirdo I, I think gathering there's a really um stereotypical viewpoint and it's primarily been pushed as far as I can tell by American television and oh, yeah. I, I think it's this idea that I mean you know conversations with geek people we happen to be two women but uh, on the con scene it's it's it, you know, it, it could be anybody that could get together and talk about this. But when you see it on television, mm-hmm. Star Trek fans come in for a lot of grief. Yeah. They're always guys. They're always but high squeaky voices and glasses and they don't know how to talk to women. And you're kind of going at the okay. cons I go to. Everybody is just awesome. Yeah. People are totally friendly and welcoming. And OK, some of the, the dress up maybe... There, there is a, a sometimes you're, we're you're all a bit taking, weird, but we're not you know, as weird as well, the figures out to be. Well, I, I think the only thing that I really feel makes me different in, in terms of the, the origins is that I'm all right with being labeled a geek. Yeah. And I think, um, I think we're a generation who have kind of gone, yeah, you used, you used to call us geek and think it was an insult. Yeah. And we're the ones who are like, no, I love it. You're, are you making it's fun of me like, for being passionate? It's That's like awesome. the whole like word, some people like, the word slut was like a bad thing and now some people are actually like embracing it. it yeah reclaiming mm. it and shit and I know that's like a different topic altogether <laughs> but like there's plenty of words and like labels out there like that like geek that mm. you can actually embrace certain things yeah. and it's like yeah it's not as bad like and even like the um the guild song the I'm the one that's cool song yeah. like when I heard that for the first time like I was actually like hell yeah like you know it's kind of like <laughs> Like, it's really cool because, like, it is so true. Like, mm. it is so true. Like, it feels like, like, even, like, the Big Bang Theory and all that kind of thing. Like, that's a massive show. Mm. And though I have my issues with it, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of propelled that, like, whole into thing. Into the mainstream. Yeah, into the mainstream. And it's not as, like, terrible a word as it used to be. No, it's, it's, I mean, I think for me it's more a case. I feel like this is a trend. And I think Marion Call has a song called I'll Still Be a Geek Even When It's Not Chic. Yeah. And that's more how I feel about it. I remember yeah. being, you know, eight or nine years old and going down and getting comic books. And they became Asimov books and Silverberg and Clark and Vonda Shepard and Anne McCaffrey and a lot of science. So from my route into 
the geek culture, mm-hmm. I suppose, was was reading and reading a lot of science fiction. Um, and I've, I, you know, to be honest, I don't, I don't hang out with arseholes. So nobody was ever like, oh, that's nobody a boy thing and you shouldn't be doing it. No one was ever not encouraging. It was more, I think, with the TV stuff. You know, I grew up mm-hmm. on Robotech and Voltron. And I, although I would not say I have any knowledge of, of anime or manga or anything now, it's that, it's sort of saying... The big stories, the epic stories that took yeah. me out of my own life and took me beyond that. They were the ones that I kind of clung to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, tele- I think we're going through this brilliant um, television period at the moment totally, where there's yeah. so much good Great stuff. Great stuff out there. But there's a part of me that's like, it's wonderful that it's cool. And it's wonderful that there are shows like The Big Bang Theory. Although, hey, you yeah. <clears throat> I have my own <laughs> issues with that particular one. That's another one. podcast. That's a whole different episode. <laughs> um, but, I, but there's a part of me that's like, and when the cycle fades yeah. and we go back to just being dorks and nerds mm-hmm. and the less flattering terms, I won't care because the people that I've met and that I've connected with around the world um, you know the fir- very first convention I went to was, was Echo 2 and one of the girls I met there uh, her Twitter handle is at Torak and she's amazing she's Australian she's we will probably never meet again yeah, you yeah. know but there's a friendship there that I feel really uh, you know I think it's really solid and secure and it's crazy how like as weird as it sounds, I was even thinking this the other day when I was actually talking to Tom shout out to Tom um, about how amazing. like if I didn't go to my first Star Fury convention, mm. I actually wouldn't have any of the like best friends I've ever met in my life today. Mm. Like that's the truth though. Like I was even thinking it like the most like like you and everything, I talk to you quite regularly and all mm. that kind of thing. And it's like, God, like what would I have done? Like and I just feel like my life wouldn't be the same. I do I do <laughs> feel very privileged to live at the time that I do where I can commute you know I think um, in, in school, I had, um, shout out to Selena. <laughs> you know, I had a few friends, um, you know, that I'm still friends with today that shared my interests. Your interests, yeah. But in general, it was kind of one of these things I did by myself. Yeah. And you'd go in to the, the comic, you know, to, to a news agents and go, I'd like a subscription for SFX. Mm-hmm. And get a weird look. And yeah. you're going, it's an F. I know they put the head there on purpose, but yeah. it is an F. Yeah. Um, and... And I, I now I have the facility to use Twitter or Facebook and I can type in a topic and find people who feel similar like- or who care whether they feel similarly about it mm-hmm. or not, but they care enough to have the conversation. And I think that, you know, the fanzine culture of the, the 60s and people used it's to have to write. It's, yeah. it's translated online. Everything's online now, which is kind of great because like. Even if you're like like sharing a blog or mm. sharing like cosplay photos or whatever, like so many people are going to see it who you don't even know, mm. and it's kind of like this crazy big community of people that you can just connect with. And I don't know. I just think being a geek is just so accessible as well nowadays. Yeah, There's so much. Yeah, to see. And it it strikes me that we we are we've jumped sort of straight into the middle, but. For any, for, given, given that I'm like convinced that the 10 people who are currently listening <laughs> to this are probably our best friends. Hey, 10 people. Hi, guys. Thank you. Um, I do also think that for any, for any poor sucker who's found this and doesn't know why they're listening to it, we should probably explain what conventions are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good one. They're, and, and actually, I think most people are more familiar with conventions yeah. than they think. They're it's all the same as it? literary festivals or music festivals. It's just a gathering of like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Only in our case, we're celebrating... Well, f- for me anyway, it's science fiction. Yeah. My 
particular fandoms, I guess, would be Whedon and Marvel and sci-fi. But everybody, like, you're a DC fan. I like DC. Yeah, I'll admit it. (laughs) 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 But everyone's all like, Marvel is so much better than DC, which is probably true overall. But, like, DC has some good shit, so. I kind of like, I feel like we're drawing our battleground. And (laughs) at some point, it's gonna, we're gonna have the DC versus Marvel conversation. I've had that conversation with many people, and I agree with them. Marvel is better. But... The Batman universe is like pretty special to me. So. Yeah. Well, I'm. I mean, I always I always describe myself as a as a more of a Marvel gal in general. Mm. But um, but Superman was my first hero, you know. And, mm. and Christopher Reeves, I defy anybody my age, yeah. and I am <clears throat> a little bit older than you. To you know, but if you grew up watching those films, I watched Lois Superman is your hero. You yeah, know, he was cool back then. You back then. He was cool. Yeah, he was. Like, I'm not too bothered about like Batman versus Superman. <laughs> Well, there was a part of me that was always like, they get that they're both good guys, right? Like, are they just <laughs> Egypts? This is this is throwing flowers at each other. You go back, no, you go back to your place. Um, yeah, it's, I'm always a bit like, hmm, um, when I when I hear stuff like that. But I, and I kind of think it's funny that we can have these conversations, but we're having them from the same side. Yeah. But you know, there are people who are properly like, oh yeah, you can't like both. Yeah. Not bless. You can. you can like anything you want. Yeah. Well, and that is something, again, that the, the con scene, I think it's so inclusive like that. Mm. But that's it. Like, at the cons, like, you meet so many different kinds of people who like so many different things. And it's really interesting to meet different people who love different things. Like, even things that you might not be interested in. And just to see how passionate people are about things. It's well, lovely. I I've been it. introduced to so many things. Like, I'm, I'm back reading comics yeah. again. You know, um, for the first time in, in years, oh my God, everything has changed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're kind of like, wait, Thor, like, I know, I know it's very recently and I'm not reading those comics, but it is that kind of thing of going, Thor's a woman now. Yeah. Spider-Man isn't Peter Parker. Did you hear that, Sony? Spider-Man isn't <laughs> Peter Parker anymore. Um, and there's loads of stuff like that that I'm like, I would have no yeah. idea. But things change all the time. Like just like even like Miss Marvel and all that now, she's Muslim and everything's just new. Mm. And and I've been introduced um by a, a a book clubber and and really good friend whom I'm I'm bringing down to the Vampire Ball. It's gonna cool. be their first convention. Uh, Magical. It's awesome. <laughs> um the, the Messengers, which is uh, a comic unlike any other that I've ever read. Um it's basically a load of street kids and runaways and rejects, so- mm. like societal rejects that get together and form their own superhero group because cool. no one else is going to. So they're diverse and they, they you know, it's uh, LGBT or GBLT or... Mm. All them other letters. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm just going to be inclusive. It's a spectrum. But I, I get a little... I, and then you start worrying that you've left people yeah, out. Left so. It, it is very representative, yeah, That's yeah. A, um, but it's diverse in terms of nationalities. There are people who are, are in wheelchairs. I'm not going to refer to them as disabled because mm. they're superheroes and yeah. they're, they're d- doing awesome things, but there's, um, you know, they're differently abled mm-hmm. without getting too political. I hate politically correct language, but sometimes it's helpful um and i'm really and again it's just this is something where it's it's like sensate that new tv series that i just it's for me i'm like this is i didn't even know how much i wanted to watch something so inclusive and diverse until it was available it's true there is so many different like types of like shows out there now that like might not have been considered like things that geeks would like like sensate but Mm. it is 
sci-fi. Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but like, it's just, I don't know. Like, Sensei is one of those shows that I can't believe it hasn't been done before. No. You know that kind of way? And, and it's, I, I, maybe it has. And maybe I'm it has, yeah. Caught, but it's so good. Was. I love the concept of it. I, so I think it's fantastic. But I also think it's um it's actually kind of shaking things up a bit. Like science fiction, the I love science fiction that's big star you know, spaceships and, and mm. star battles. I also like the science fiction that's about identity and and I think sensation is one of those it's where it's going back story. going it's as revolutionary to look at science fiction on a, almost a microcosm. Yeah. And look at eight individuals and see how they and interact. And like in, in modern day, like not in future. Or no. Or like it's like just now. Like, yeah. And that's what I think is really cool about it. Because most science fiction is in the future. Mm. But this one's like, no, it's right here, right now. Or it's a Game of Thrones where you're like, yeah. on an earth, not like our own. Yeah. <laughs> but strangely like our own. Yeah, I like that. I like how they're changing it up. Because like, as much as I do, like, like you said, like, you know, in the sky, mm. living in a spaceship and all this kind of thing. It's good to see different stories because it can get a bit samey i mean i love it i'm so into i but hell i watched all four seasons of heroes i'm clearly a complete sucker when it comes to <laughs> anything that comes with a sci-fi label i loved starcross did you ever watch that i fucking loved it everybody else hey anyone listening to this conceptually if you like starcross i watched every episode oh my god it was so good I loved conceptually it. i thought it was brilliant but um i have this issue i love with... the corny teen part with... no! yeah, i love it fucking love it it's like cw love if it, it doesn't have an as unnecessary it reminded me people teenage triangle it's not complete as a tv series and i was like yeah, but they need it so good that was the point of it it was supposed to be like romeo and juliet different but you know Romeo and Juliet, like, wasn't really a triangle. I mean, no, he mentioned your like, one before, but I know, really, but like, it was a duo. Story, I liked the, I liked, what I liked about Starcross, right, I'm just going to get into this briefly, was the fact that it was, like, literally a race issue. Yeah. And I thought that was a good idea. Yeah. Because I don't think that anyone's ever really done that. <laughs> I mean, that. it would have been hilarious had they included <laughs> any other races. And, yeah. <clears throat> but well, yeah, mind. but, like, Atrians were a race in themselves. I'm not even going to go into it because I doubt anyone else has fucking seen the show. <laughs> but, like, it was... <laughs> I really liked it. When it got cancelled, I was like, come on. Like, I well, it saddened I... me. And William Shatner even said the same thing. Like, he supported that show from the beginning. And he was like, I can't believe, like... I, it kind of... It was like Roswell. Roswell got to season three. And when, like... Season one, love story, get all the girls involved, mm. like in the show. And then when it got to third, the third season, it got sci-fi and it got cancelled mm-hmm. because there was no relationship in it. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Like, this but is I, painful. But I do think that Starcross could have went more sci-fi as it went along, but I needed that mm. relationship. No, the, bit, the bits of, of Starcross that I really liked um, were, I, I think I actually... I really liked the main character, but I'm, I was predisposed to like her from Friday Night Lights anyway, I because I, I watched her for five Amy years or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Um, she has a name. Amy Teagarden. This yeah. is so useful because you're really good at names and I'm really shit at them. So <laughs> this is going, this really is the perfect well, That's her real name. I don't know. I can't remember her um, name. I can't remember her name. Michelle. But I thought she was excellent and I'm I thought rolling. he was very good, but I actually was far more interested in the big bloke flirting with the cheerleader yes. girl and like there was all and of her that her sister side being like a lesbian or bisexual remember she fancied the cheerleader oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought that was brilliant yeah there was yeah. so many good like see that's what I liked about Starcross it had potential and there was no judgement around no. like she was like oh sorry I like girls and yeah. they were like oh I, I, I'm 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 embarrassed, but I couldn't have known, so let's yeah. move on. And like, we'll that's just what keep I liked going. about it, because it had the potential to do so much yeah. stuff. 
but I, I think, I, I mean, I, I feel like it's a, it's a little bit like, and Firefly fans, you will know what I'm talking about. When people mention Fox, mm. and there are those brown coats among us who immediately start hissing yeah. because it's Fox. But I'm always a little bit like, well, at least it try. At least it, it gave us Firefly to begin with, even though it is your million. And at least it gave us Dollhouse Records. <laughs> So I tried, to, but CW. I'm CW just like, are fickle with their shows. I'm just, well, there was the hundred star crossed, and there was something else, and I can't remember what it was. But I was like looking for the teenage love triangle yeah. in it, looking for, and I, with both of them, I was like, they're such great concepts. Yeah. The hundred in particular, I was like, the hundred was amazing was until you realized that every adult in it should have been gassed. They were just <laughs> jerks, and and like jerks to the point where you're going. Within the within the society you've created, it's unrealistic that they would be such assholes. I've never even heard of that show. Uh, two, there's, I'm not sure whether it's been picked up for a third season or not yet. I'm also Deetan Lackman, who I've met twice now at cons, and she's so incredible. Lovely. She was amazing as Sierra in Dollhouse. God, yeah. She yes. was really good in being human. Dollhouse is a great oh, show. It's so underrated. It really is. Belonging, you know that... At season two, episode four, and it just follows Priya's storyline. Deech and Langman oh my was God, just yes. incredible. So I did have a miniature fallout with the 100 because I thought she was really interesting. And Was she in that show? She was. Oh, cool. she, she, you know, it, it wasn't, she wasn't one of the main characters yeah. or anything, but I was like, I feel like the CW is a little fixed. It's fixed yeah. on having the teenage love triangle. It's fixed on... On sticking with character, the main characters, even though the secondary characters might be the breakaway yeah. stars, and I, I feel like it's limiting its palette. It's kind of like even with Dollhouse. Like I think Dollhouse was too intelligent for like a Fox. lot. Yeah, like it was kind of like, but like it was such a good show. Like even when I tell people about Dollhouse, they're like, okay, like that's yeah, whatever. Mm. And I'm like, no, seriously, like mm. I've never seen a show, and I I'll, I'll say this truthfully, I've never seen a show like it. Mm. And it was so good. And when I watched it, like, it blew my mind. Like, I was like, oh, my God, this concept is amazing. And the stories and the characters, everyone in it did an amazing job. Yeah. And, like, do you know what one of the best episodes is? Sorry to veer off. But do you remember the episode with the, um, oh, my God, he was, like, this guy. And he um, he had this, he stiffened these people. Remember, they were all, like. Oh, yeah. Um, like, Kiku like, guy. Or, this you know, is so terrible. Enver does Kiku. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, that episode was so smart. Like, And I'm yeah. like, God, they could bring so many good sci-fi and scary horror and like real-life stuff into it. And it's like, I feel like that. Once you take the like, love triangles and relationships mm. and things, people are like, eh, can't be bothered. And it's like, we don't need that. No, and I didn't think... I think I had I went into Dollhouse with really high expectations. Um, and I don't think the first six episodes are brilliant, but they were still much better than mm. most of what else was on television at the time. But when I rewatched, like when I went back, when I got the DVD and I watched the unaired pilot, I was like this, because the unaired pilot basically would, would have started the show from the point where season one ended. Right. And I was just like that. It, it Obviously there was some network interference, mm. um, but I, I was like, I was like, that concept, that show there was, head, I mean, I, I actually think it's one of my problems with, um, with network television is that I think they're, they're sticking to tame storylines, even though audiences are flocking to Showtime and HBO and mm. Netflix, where, you know, real characters are having real issues and real relationships. They do. They do. Like, mm. people underestimate their audiences all the time, and it's like, 
we can sustain a bit more of a complex storyline yeah. than people might actually imagine. Because, like, a lot of TV is just getting so samey. So that's mm-hmm. why, like, things like Sense8 and all that. Like, I was really worried Sense8 won't get a season two. So was I. Because I was, I was like, I would be so pissed if we never found out what could happen next. Mm. And it's, like, it's kind of like that. Like, even with Dollhouse, like, I'm really sad Dollhouse got cancelled, but it had a good two seasons at least. Like, And they, the epitaphs on either yeah. end. You kind of got a sense of where it where, was going. And it, like, it worked. Like, like, it was a good show. And, like, I know it, like, obviously I would like more seasons, but sometimes I think mm. I'd rather a show ended on a high than went on and just became shit as well. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of way. So, like, some shows just go on for, like, for instance, Supernatural. Love Supernatural, but dear God... Well, I'm. I still love Supernatural. I haven't finished watching new season, but it almost seems a bit too much to have that many seasons. I think I certainly <laughs> feel like the first five series. Don't the, hate that, me. <laughs> the original arc I thought oh, was amazing. marvelous, but some yeah. of my favorite characters, like Castiel and Come Meg, after. came into their own after mm-hmm. that. Um, and I'm, you know, I, I, I'm still plugging away with it. I still very much enjoy it. I think the fact that the two leads are hideous trolls, you know, it's really <laughs> good of me to keep watching these well, I like gorgeous it. men I every watched, week. Is it season 10? It's new? on season 10. Oh, yeah, See, I, it's I, been renewed for an 11th. Oh, God. Well, I thought... <laughs> See, I don't mind, like, but I, there, was, there was so many instances where it could have ended well. Yeah. Like, they could have ended it and it would have been good. Like, and I'm like, really? But I feel like, in a way, I hate, like, Supernatural fans are going to hate me because I know how passionate that fandom is but like sometimes it's best just to like end it exit with grace I kind of feel like now I I felt like this with Buffy as well which I'm sure people will not agree with me on we might come to blows and that was the end of our podcast because I kill her no I love no obviously I love Buffy my favourite show but I felt like in the last season you could tell everybody was like oh come on I'm so bored now. I, I do you feel know? with with Supernatural. I think there's some repetition of storylines, yeah. which is imp- but I I not not looking at Supernatural. I was not, for example, an Andromeda fan. Andromeda mm. fans, feel free to hate me <laughs> as much as you like. I did try, didn't get it, and it, for me it was one of those where you can't, as a science fiction or geek fan, you can't compare. You will drive yourself oh, crazy. Yeah. But it was going. Five years and Firefly didn't even get yeah. a freaking series. It's Are kinda, you kidding me? It's crazy how that happened. But I, like. I think in general, and I, I did consider the storylines within Andromeda or Stargate. I loved Stargate Universe. Mm. Couldn't stand Stargate Atlantis, and have just overwatched SG One now to the you know point I where I stopped get. enjoying it. I but I was like, how do they run collectively for thirty freaking years? Yeah. And then Sensei maybe not get a second season yeah. or Utopia on the BBC. I mean, that was there Utopia and um, there was Utopia and In the Flesh. Where they, they could be ch- Channel 4 or BBC. They're, they're British, British shows anyway. One of them, In the Flesh, is about a really tiny village where, um, zomb- like just after the, the zombie uprising. So basically zombies have kind of been corralled and trained and they're sent back to live with their families who are like fuck? you're a freaking zombie that you have to watch it it's so it good bizarre. utopia was this based uh, it was just this weird I, I i think i couldn't describe it and do it justice but both of which i believe have been cancelled they yeah. were really high concept sci- sci-fi and i think that you know like I just feel like you have to... We've become really ruthless as an audience. Oh, yeah. We expect so much, such high quality, and if, we, if we're if we not responding immediately, it's taken off the air. And I'm like, Breaking Bad, for example, I think is a show that comes into its own in its third season. Yeah, it's really slow. Like, 
I think Game of Thrones is really slow. Like, that show is, like, dragging a dead limb. Like, I'm just like, god damn. Like, I can't. Like, I am so sorry. Like, I, I saw, like, I just crashing on every single show. But, like, I liked it. And then it kind of... I, felt, I feel like Game of Thrones is one of those shows that... Nothing happens until the, the last episode of the season. Mm. One of those, it's kind of one of those shows, and you're just kind of like, oh. Well, it's, it's certainly shaking things up in the more recent series, but we went back and rewatched the first four years, and we watched each season almost. It's great, yeah. Like, okay, we didn't actually spend 10 hours a day. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I'm lying. <laughs> totally spent 10 hours a day, you know, just watching the, the series. But we watched each series, like, together. together. And it, Watching it like that, like it's the Lord of the Rings, it was like... You kind of have to. I think it'd be better off. So good. It was yeah. like it was cinema quality, and yeah. it's so immersive. And you can see the full strand of the storyline. Mm -hmm. Watching it on week-by-week -week basis is actually a little bit more Well, painful. that's what I've actually <laughs> you know, done, because I, like, I haven't watched... I've watched one or two, two episodes of the most recent season, but like that, I actually said I'd just leave it. Mm. So I haven't watched it yet, but I kind of know what happens, because thanks social media for yeah. ruining that for me, but yeah. So I haven't watched Aww. yet, but I'd rather... Do, I, I don't really know, but I have an idea. So shut up and don't tell me anything. <laughs> and everybody should immediately tweet yeah. at Ellie. <laughs> but I'll, I'll watch it. I will watch it, because I'm one of those people where even if a show like Supernatural is getting a bit like samey for me, I will finish it. I'm so loyal. Because I've invested so much... Fuck time that I will no I like Supernatural don't get me wrong there's a completist as well yeah it's, it's like if you start her. a series uh, the, the one series of books that I properly like just couldn't anymore I was a huge <laughs> Anita Blake fan I don't know. it was like it was right after I think I think I I'm not sure when I'm not sure when I read the first one I think Buffy might still have been on the air but it was kind of like sold as a slightly more adult Buffy and for the first six books I was like this is amazing mm. and then in book six she had sex for the first <laughs> time and by book eight she's like swinging out of the ceiling gang bangs it's like <laughs> oh my god and what? you know I'm like okay. 20 kind of going I've learned a lot from this series <laughs> of books. And I kept reading, like, long after the point where I was actually going, I had, I, like, I, I, did, I wasn't choosing to read a graphically adult series of mm. books when I began. I was reading, like, really nice, like, good solid sci-fi fantasy. Yeah, yeah. And by, like, book 12, I was like, this is just <laughs> beyond what... And it's one of the only series where I've been, like, done yeah I handed them all I had like 16 books I gave them all to my a friend of mine I was go, I was gonna like second hand them and she was like no you've got the set what what are they and I was like smut she was like oh, excellent um, and that, I don't that, think that would sell I don't think that she's ever like gotten I think she's read like the first two and she's like oh it's really good she's a kicker and I'm like far. buy book 18 there's like four 18 pages books. of plot and 18 of the same story Damn, that sounds long. I've never... I I think at this point I'm not sure whether a story. I like okay. I've, I I I've, I've I would I still haven't made. I forced this friend of mine. Hi, Selena. <laughs> um, I forced this friend to read them. I was like not quite tying her to a chair, but it was one of those. You where, have you read it yet? About... Have you read it yet? Have you read it yet? And then now she's like. I have to finish it just to find out what's happened. And I'm like, oh, can I borrow the books from you? Because I still want to find out what happens. I just don't want to be buying them anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's getting a little like, I don't want them on my books. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a completist. I need to know yeah, I've like, seen the lot. 
But with Game of Thrones, this I really enjoyed this most recent series, and I think I heard it's really, good, so I will watch it. Well, I think people were really harsh on it, but I think it's like anything; it was so new and it was so different when it began, and then you become familiar with it, and everyone's like, "Well, oh, I know what's going to happen." Oh shit! Mm. But certainly, at the end of this series, I'm more excited for the book coming out than I am. I've season never read six. any of the books. Um, well, I'd read him when he, but I read him back when he was a short story writer, and I Did really you read liked Game of them. Thrones? I I read it like I read. The first one, when it first came out, I was kind of like, oh yeah, I'll pick up the next one. I enjoyed it. Oh, I very much enjoyed it. Um, But they've gotten a little ponderous. Right. They've gotten big. I think it's a little bit, I I mean, sorry, Order of the Phoenix fans, but I've always been a bit like, J.K. Rowling, I adore you. The world you've created is amazing and immense. But But for Order of the (laughs) Phoenix, where was your editor? Where was there somebody going, this can all be said in four sentences? I think I actually, that was actually like, when I was younger, I think I stopped reading around that book because like, I was young, like... You and, couldn't and, pick it up. No, but, yeah, but at the time, I remember seeing it, like, I was reading them, read, I, like, read the first one and got the rest, and I remember I got to Order of the Phoenix, and my little fucking brain was like, this is too much reading, I'm mm. not... I have homework to do as well, yeah. like, I'm like, you know, and I don't think I ever finished, like, I don't think I ever finished it until I became an adult, mm. because I was like, looking back, even now it's an intimidating book to look at, mm. like, and yeah. I'm still like, fucking hell, like... <laughs> no, but no, it's like, <laughs> no, I think, I you think can it's, like lock a door with that shit. Like. Absolutely, I, 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 I do like to keep a copy by the bed. So if anybody ever breaks in, if you want to like, them you want to kill a spider on the floor or anything. Yeah. No, don't kill spiders. No, I hate spiders. I'm not. I'm. I'm alright. I don't want them to die, but I don't want them near my face either. They eat flies. <laughs> I waded up as a kid, and I was like, spiders eat flies. I hate flies more than I hate <laughs> spiders. Therefore, we're friends now. <laughs> I like you, spider. I'm really glad we worked on a structure for this. We're <laughs> talking about spiders and flies. Um, we're sorry for this slight detour in topic. Um, I kind of love it. Yeah. <laughs> We've got through so many things already. Yeah, well, we we have, and in we a have. really. Clear, concise, coherent fashion. This is what's probably going to happen a lot. <laughs> I feel like it's it's what I'm known for as a podcaster is really clear lines, <laughs> uh, <laughs> not at all rambly. No. Oh, no. Well, I like it. I prefer, I prefer it this way. I think it's. Uh, uh, when we call it conversations with geek people, if it's not a freaking conversation, what's the point? That's the why truth. did I just say freaking? Am I like? The freaking point. Oh my god. I don't no know accent. No accents. Neve told me to kick her if she does an accent. <laughs> that was a really good valley girl. <laughs> you got so far in the podcast. Did so well. well. <laughs> I did so well. Yeah, I think accents are probably just going to pop out. The, the beauty is that, you know, they're not going to sound like they're from anywhere in particular. That's so that's that's kind of kind of cool. <laughs> I'm like looking at the questions through and going, well, yeah, that's pointless. We've <laughs> <laughs> probably already mentioned it. But yeah, so if you guys have any questions for the next podcast, let us know because I'm open to loads of topics. I, 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 I feel like if it's something I don't know about, you I'm going to want it. to go and, and, and look it up uh, within reason. Yeah, like, nothing creepy like yeah. furry porn or something. I'm scared of furries. Did you know that? I have an actual fear of furries. Like, I can't cope. Like, I actually would, like, run away. Well, I've met two. 
I have no problem. Like as people, well, I don't know whether they're furries, furries, but they were in full like length <laughs> costumes okay. with fur, and they know. didn't take them off for the entirety of the con. So you don't and know what I, they look like. Well, no. So I'm oh like, I met two. They seemed fine. I'll never Did know them again. I, I, they had their freaking heads on the whole time. Can like, they talk? I, they, like they did, but I couldn't really hear what they were saying. Oh and, my god, no, I can't. Um, I'm I'm not so bad with, uh, with I I don't have any phobias. I think it's just the fact that I have this thing where anyone in a like, if someone's wearing a mask and I can't see their face, like, I like to see eyes. Yeah, it scares me. Like if I can't, it's not that fat, It's not just furries. Like I'm not just scared of furries, but like even those people who are like are handing out leaflets for pizza places, but they have that big head on, like mm. that big giant head. I can't. No. I I. If I don't know what you look like underneath that... I just assume pervert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, furry. <laughs> no, I know you're not all, but I... I've look. never met a furry that I know of, so... If you're a furry, write into us. <laughs> you <did> feck on. <laughs> We're recording now. That's my dad, everybody. <laughs> I'm talking about furries, isn't it? Yeah, this is, that was the perfect moment there. I'm not gone on people who dress up as clowns. <laughs> like, I always just feel like a bit intimidated. Clowns. I was thinking that, and then I realized Harley Quinn is a clown. <laughs> no. Yeah, she's a jester, yeah, well, technically. But jesters aren't clowns. She's technically, like, well, she's not Okay, well, then I, now I feel like I have to take it back. No, no, I'm scared of clowns. Like, I have actually just, creeped was one. Them. There was one at a, at a con that I attended that really good, it was a really good clown. Like a scary Had it been clown. less of a good clown, I probably wouldn't have minded so much. Yeah. But I, again, it's that not being able to see people. I have a story faces. for you about a clown. I was at my cousin's birthday party and my aunt had hired a clown, but she didn't tell me. She just doesn't know I'm, I'm how, scared of clowns. How old were you at this? Uh, 25? In my teens. <laughs> yeah, I was in my teens, at some, uh, somewhere in my teens. And she was like, will you go down to the bedroom and just check and see if the, the man that's performing for the party is okay? And I was like, okay. I went down, I didn't know this was a clown, right? And I walked down to the bedroom and there was a clown sitting at like a desk with a mirror putting its clown makeup on. Oh my God, the image. It's like Xander in the episode of Buffy where he sees the, no, the clown, he's picking up the candy bars. Yeah. Oh. Not good. I will never forget that image. And I actually just turned on my heel and ran back up the hall because it was terrible. There's something about clowns, I don't know. Well, I was reading that um, can't. that the clown as a profession is declining. Um, Thank and God. Well, part of me was kind of like, oh, shame, because it's a, you know every every clown mask is unique and it has an mm. identity and a history. But like now we've slipping on everything, so we don't. Kinda, <laughs> yeah, you know, and you're like, no. Yeah. But like, I've never seen a clown. And be like, less creepy. Yeah. And you. <laughs> but I've never seen a clown and laughed. I've more so cowered in fear. I, for me, for me, it's 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 actually it comes down to it. I don't know. Did you ever yeah. see that Stephen King? Mm-hmm. I I mean I can't I couldn't tell you who was in it. I don't know whether it was a film or a TV thing like or really whatever. Like really? Yeah, he's one of the little kids. Freak. Fuck yeah. me. He's one of the little kids. I've never been okay with clans ever no. since. No, that's Pennywise, isn't that his name? Pennywise. Oh. <laughs> So That's his name. We <laughs> 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 all like shudder at the top. We I was just like the hyenas yeah. in the lo- in the Lion King. Mufasa. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I can't. I don't like clowns. Except the Joker. He's okay. I think well, that was really positive. I feel like we've pissed on all of the things yeah. that we love. <laughs> And we've um, insulted 
many kinds of Yes, if, 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 if we failed to insult your fandom, please we let us know. We were doing our job. Yeah. <laughs> I just like shit on so much stuff. <laughs> stuff I like. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, I, I was, I would, I'm, this is probably going to be one of those that I'm going to listen back going, I go, what was why I, am I why? geek? Yes. I don't like any of this. It's, it just sounds like I hate everything. I so many problems with all these things. Although that is something I feel like as a geek, geek, the geek community, we expect mm. better from ourselves yeah. than we expect from anybody else. Like I will, I will never, I loved the sci-fi channel. Then it became Siffy, and no offense to wrestling fans, okay. wrestling isn't science fiction, and wrestling should not be on Siffy. Yeah. Those info commercial television series should not be on Siffy, because mm. that's not what it's all about. Yeah, it was really good at one point. But I, I feel like I'm watching, I watch, I watch stuff within geek culture, and I'm far more critical of it than I would be anything mm. else, yeah. because I don't care about anything else. Yeah. I'm like... Oh no, that cop procedural show got a detail wrong. How terrible. Whereas within, I'm like, oh my God, they've mistaken their own canon. This is terrible. And for that, I've got to say, Twitter is terrible. Yeah. Oh my God, every day I'm like, I go on Twitter to talk to my friends, but I feel like I'm doing it wrong. I should be going on Twitter going, what shall I be outraged by today? Yeah, that is <laughs> it. That is what social media is though, isn't it? People have been annoyed and telling everyone about it. <laughs> so, okay, so from this point on, we're just going to be shiny, happy people. Yeah, nah. that's it. Well, last but four and a half seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had fun. I thought this was a good podcast beginning. I definitely feel like people who did not know anything about us definitely know something like, about us now. Confuse <laughs> the shit out of everyone. But <laughs> well, if you've made it to the end, thank you so much for yes. listening. Uh, you can contact us on, on Twitter. I'm... You can tweet us the word bananas so we know that you've listened all the way through. Yes. <laughs> and if you if you want to go real retro, like old school with it, you could t- text, like tweet us B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Yeah, and like going to Fanny. Yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> Where is this going? <laughs> I heard it on the radio this week. That's why it's in my mind. <laughs> But yeah, we were we, that was uh, that was us wrapping up. Yeah, um, that was us wrapping up. If yeah, you, if you we didn't suck. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. This is technically my first podcast, like proper podcast. Yeah, yay! I thought like, you managed wonderfully. Yay! Thank you. Yeah, that was, that was good. That was good. Can everybody please get in touch with with Shona and tell her that you know awesome podcasting. But I'm not terrible at podcasting. And then you can get in touch with me and point out that half the words I use aren't English, and that's fine. You can tweet her at Doctor Neville. Dr. Neva. We weren't supposed to be singing either. <laughs> there was going to be singing. There's going to be accents. There's going to be singing. <laughs> so yes, this has been Conversations with Geek People. I am Shona. I am Neve. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that went well, Neve. <laughs>